broken the water bong, bro? <clears throat> you think you're so much cooler with your 303 megabit download. Well, it is impressive. Well, I reached out to my computer and I, and I ran the speed check again and I got 93.7. Okay. How about that? Wow, that's really good. And download was 22.36 Mbps. How about that? You mean upload? I mean, yes, duh, upload, yes. Yeah, the upload is really where it's at. Like we, normal people who use the internet, they need fast download speed. But for us, we need fast upload speed. So I pay extra for upload stuff. Yeah, I pay extra too. And you, you? Know, you know what? They, they throw it in your face. They say, oh, we didn't promise that. We said up to whatever the limit is that you pay yeah. for for upload speed, speeds. Yeah. And then and then wow. they say things like, oh, well, you know, the cabling is old, so it needs to be replaced. Who's your provider? Spectrum. Oh. Spectrum. Verizon. The one time I tweeted because the internet went down like six huh. times in two days. Like it, just, oh my God. it just went out. And it, it went out for a few hours at a time. And it's, it, I guess there's a limit they have in place where they don't prorate your bill unless it's out for right. 12 hours or whatever it is. Okay. And over the Some course. significant amount of time. You know, over the course of a few days, it was probably out for the 12 hours. Right. Just not, con not consecutive. Yeah. So then, you know, they don't prorate it, but. Right. They should have. So I tweeted at them. I, I went on Twitter and tweeted for the first time in over a decade. <laughs> uh, actually, not over a decade, about a decade. Just to say this one thing. Yeah, my Twitter, when I did use it before, was only about sandwiches. Every tweet was about <laughs> a sandwich. And, you know, I was chatting with the Spectrum people online. I tried to call. They give you the runarounds. They never have answers. Mm-hmm. And then I, f I thought to myself, I'm going to tweet. And almost immediately tweeting at them, they responded. Wow. What'd they say? Eh, they apologized. And I, I, I didn't even care what they said. At that point, it was more of an experiment to me just to see. Right. And it's like they're more concerned with the uh, image they have. Optics are key as far as they're concerned. Who cares if the service is shit? And who cares if <laughs> when the person reaches out individually, we don't have answers for them. But the moment they do something publicly, even publicly. if... <laughs> Even if this person only has 35 followers, gotta, gotta be careful because that hashtag, people are going to search that hashtag. Yeah, and they're Spectrum gonna... sucks. <laughs> I think that was the, the hashtag Spectrum sucks. <laughs> I forget exactly. Maybe it was, it had to be Spectrum sucks. I like pretzels. Twitter. Something about sandwiches. I know it's all over the place. My my username is <laughs> is at I like pretzels. Yeah, what does he like? Sandwiches or pretzels? I can't remember. And then it was only about sandwiches. Uh, here we go. And then I no, I don't want to switch to the app. I'm not going to get the app. Apple apparently told Twitter if they didn't get their shit together, they're going to remove the app from the app store. Ooh, what shit do they have to get together? Isn't it just uh, still just functioning yeah i don't know if it was when all the fear of hate speech was flaring oh okay. and apple was being proactive saying if this gets out of control we're gonna take you off uh, whatever apple controls everything about their environment and yeah. these app makers can't stand it because they do have outsized power apple says we're not putting you on then it cuts off a lot right. of fucking people Okay, here's what I tweeted. Oh, I just tweeted hashtag, hashtag spectrum outage and hashtag spectrum. I didn't say spectrum. Sucks. <laughs> All right, but spectrum outage. What did you say? Uh, this is the fourth official spectrum outage in two days and comes after a year of some of the spottiest internet I've ever experienced. It's not cool how there's no offer of a prorated bill because the outages didn't last long enough. If you added up all the time it was actually down, the cumulative would be outrageous. 
On top of that, loyal customers are locked out of promo deals, and at times the lack of appreciation for these customers borders on disdain. Instead of trying to grow to the point of nationwide domination, a better path would be to shore up current operations and build a respect amongst current subscribers. But I guess when the end game is forcing people to use Spectrum because they have no other option for service, service the rapport holds no significance. And yes, I tweeted for the first time in a decade because this has been such an ongoing issue. I'm so eloquent. <laughs> Let's see what their response was. For Twitter, especially, uh, but just in general. I understand the frustration that issue that I understand the frustration that issues on the account can cause. Please follow DM your account information and or your address and phone number so that we can access the account and review. Oh. I didn't respond. Did you do that? No. What are they gonna do at that point? They'll give you a prorated thing. It's like you kind of got what you wanted and then you're like, no. Because <laughs> it's not really about saving two dollars in the long run. <laughs> well, how much would they prorate it? That's the thing. If you were down for a, if you, no, if you were down for a day and say you pay sixty dollars yeah. a month, thirty days in a month, you're paying two dollars a day. Eh, they give you two dollars. Who cares? Yeah. And what was the point of tweeting at all? Just to make your sort of um, make it known that you are unhappy. Yeah, I guess so. it was more, like I said, it was more of an experiment by that point. Yeah. Like, I wonder if I tweet, if I'll get a response. And I did. It is crazy when you call the companies and sort of what they tell you, because I mean, the people that you're talking to probably don't know any more than you do. They're like, yeah, it's out. <laughs> you know, how uh, will it come back? And you're like, yeah, it'll come. Yeah, we're going to get it connected, but then you should be fine. I know okay. that I know they can't fix it. And sometimes I know they don't have information. Right. I think, you know, do I really want the $2 in the long run? I don't care. I think the offering of the $2 goes a long way. It's like, oh, they're thinking about this. You know, that's a nice gesture. That's all I'm right. looking for. And, you know, when you're, so my contract's coming up at the end, well, June. So I've got several more months. For Spectrum? Yeah. So because I moved, I got some special which they always try to force TV oh, on you yeah. and home phone. It's like, I don't want home phone. Sure. I, don't I don't want TV. Like, oh, well, if you get the TV and the internet and the phone, it's $80 a month, but the internet alone is going to be $160 a month. It's like, what? I don't. Well, then what's the point? Just get those other things. It's not like you have to then buy a home phone. Well, they also had, well, you can have digital cable. There'll be no actual cable to your TV, but you can watch online. And you can get the internet. Uh, oh, for, I didn't know they had that. For this package deal of $60. And I said, okay. So when that's up, you know, the prices are going to jack up. And then any new promos they have going on are not accessible to you because you've already been a customer. Right. Yeah. And like, but then, this is what my dad always says. He always says, all right, well, then tell them you're leaving. You and can be like, oh, no. Yeah, but where are you going to go? I think that they know that it's a bluff sometimes. Which, yeah, because I've tried to do that with Sirius XM because he always tells me, like, when your thing is up, call them and say you want it for this this cheaper price or you're going to leave. And it's like, I've done that before. And they're like, well, OK, because where else are we going to get Internet radio from in yeah. my car that's set up for like it's called the dashboard says Sirius XM on it. <laughs> it's yeah. ready for it. I'm not going to get something else. Where else are you going to get Stern? I don't listen for Stern. I listen to the <laughs> weird little stations. No, no, you listen for Stern, a Stern lover. Yeah. The most Stern I've ever watched is from that movie that he made. Private Parts, but he's so different now. That was a long time ago. I'm just saying that's, and I don't think I've watched it since then. So. With, with Spectrum, I think I've tried that. And like, okay. Yeah, Bye. Being in New York, there are two other options. I could get Optimum or I could get Optimum. Yeah, Optimum cable internet, oh. which used to be Cable Vision. And then <laughs> Cable Vision. I'm glad they changed their name. And then uh, Fios. But even though the, the selections are here in the city, they've got it so sectioned off where it's right. like across the street could have Fios and then you reach out like oh no your building is not wired for Fios so wire it bitch 
uh, you would think it would be in their interest to wire it and get as many customers as they could. But yeah. I feel like there's some kind of legal things going on where Spectrum has staked its claim. So even though I'm in a city with millions of people and three service providers, rarely do you even have an option still. It's like, oh, the only one that services that apartment, that building is Spectrum. So deal with it. Yeah, not even a second choice. No, and that's what they want. You have a choice between Spectrum and Verizon. That's what they want. Everyone, capitalism's the greatest. The competition. (laughs) Yeah, the competition. (laughs) Where Spectrum doesn't have to provide you good service because you have nowhere else to go. No other option, yeah. They're well aware of it. Ugh. Well, I'm happy with Verizon. Yeah, that's, what, that, cool. that's why you have that 300 download speed and that yeah, dog. 100 upload. I'm doing that. like $81 a month, but I just had to, it just went up because I got my kids these like gizmo watches to track them. And, you know, when they're riding their bikes away and <laughs> I can see where they are and they can text me and call me and stuff. Um, so I'm paying like $10 extra a month for each of their lines. Would you freak out if your kids were out and you didn't have no clue where they were? No, that's hap- that happens all the time. Cause that's I'm, a- cause I didn't have the, I mean, I, I have, I, they just got the watches for Christmas. So I haven't been able to do that, but when they're out riding their bikes, I'm like, well, uh, I'm somewhere. <laughs> I think about that. That was the way it was when I was a kid, when you were a kid, I sure. would just go out and I'm like, all right, see ya. And then you know, my mom would say, Come home when the street lights turn on. Mm-hmm. And they would just have to hope that you're okay and you would show up. And <laughs> now you've got gizmos to track your kids at all times. Yep. I, don't know if that's I a- mean, my mom, if I went into anyone's house or like if I was going to a place. Eh, hold on. Let's know. just start the show. Let me let me play. The oh, music. yeah. Okay. Sorry. I thought we were started. Sorry. I mean, we, this is all. I know part we didn't of, introduce it at just, all. Uh, we can tie it into your Christmas. I'll say, hey, Autumn. How was your Christmas? And you can say it was wonderful. Okay. I bought gizmos to track my kids. <laughs> Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. Hey, Autumn, how was your Christmas? Hey, Greg, it was great. I got my kids a gizmo watch, gizmo something watch to track them when they're out riding their bikes. Wait a second. Why do you want to track your kids when they're out? Remember when we were kids and nobody tracked us? Our parents just had to say, well, I hope that they're going to come home. That's true. What did your mom say to you when you left the house? Actually, for as anxious as my mom is, I'm surprised that (laughs) (laughs) she was, was, it wasn't like helicopter parenting or anything. I was like, all right, go go off, go do your thing. Maybe um, she offset it with like, like a lot of cleaning (laughs) our house was immaculate at all times both my mom and you guys didn't do shit both my mom and dad i never yeah i didn't really make my bed right i I didn't make it for you i didn't do she would make it i didn't i I guess at some point you take that for granted you're like "Eh, my mom's gonna make it but i didn't care if it was made but she would go in there were no chores that i really did I would mow the lawn sometimes, but my dad was so particular oh, about yeah. that. He's like, no, 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 I'll, I'll do. I don't like the pattern you mowed. Pattern <laughs> gives a shit. So I didn't have an allowance though either. It's like it's like I'll pay you to do your chores. I right. I didn't do chores, and I didn't have an allowance. My kids have an allowance, but they don't do shit. Then why are you giving them that allowance? because eh, I want them to have their own money. <laughs> so. So thinking money's that's you're the problem. Yeah. Yeah, you're the problem with youth. I'm the, I'm the whole problem with youth. Giving them money for nothing. Yeah, I'm powerful. Here you go. Here's well, they f- do sometimes. Like I make them fold their laundry, but I usually fold their laundry. Here you go, but Ellie. But if they're home and the laundry needs to be folded, then I make them fold their own. But they don't do it well. Here you go, Ellie. You you told me to shut up. Here's five dollars. Here you go, Pete. You. <laughs> You spit your milk into my drink. Here's five dollars. <laughs> that does sound like something he would do. Here you go. Oh, thanks, mom. Like Ellie will be, you know, she'll want some dumb, stupid thing, and she's like, "I'll buy it with my own money." I'm like, "No, it's my money." You're like, I know, but 
I'm smarter than you. Well, if this it's, is not something you should spend your money on. Yeah, but if it's her money, she should be able to spend it on whatever she wants to spend it on. I know, but she doesn't have the the you know frontal cortex to know that what that means when you spend your money and it's gone. Well, she just the, wants it now. She wants it now. She wants yeah. It now. Don't care how. I, I want it now. But that's how they learn, right? She wants a bean feast. <laughs> what the fuck is a bean feast? Oh. The dad knew, like, oh, one of those. It's a very British thing, I think. I want a bean feast. I've always questioned what a bean feast is, but yeah, I, I assume, I don't know. It's a British thing. Yeah, they do put, like, beans on, on toast, like, pizzas and stuff. <laughs> they love fucking beans. Beans are good. Guess not really. Bean feast, a bean feast, also known as beano in Britain, is an informal term for a celebratory meal or party, especially. Oh, really? Yeah, especially an annual summer dinner given by an employer to their employees. Its probable origin is the Twelfth Night Festival from the Low Countries. By extension, it describes any festive occasion with a meal and perhaps an outing. Wow. Okay. I feel like if you tried to make some cute little thing, you know, inviting your friends over for a bean feast, they would assume that it was some sort of like baked bean making contest and they would bring different types of beans. And then the British person would just show up like with a boom box and a cooler. A bean goose is a migratory bird. Oh, so a goose is the reason of the feast. And if you tie it to Willy Wonka in the factory, you have the goose laying the golden eggs. My goodness. Uh, though the goose has been dropped out of the name, a uh, goose was always the staple of the entertainment. A bean goose is a migratory bird arriving in UK in autumn. Going northwards what? in April, it takes its name from the likeness of the upper part of the bill to a horse bean. What's a horse bean? So there you go. A horse bean is a type <laughs> that made me, of... That gave me more questions. Eh, it's just a type of bean. And I guess the pod looks like the beak of, the, of okay. the goose. So it's a bean goose. And then the goose was dropped and you just had bean feast. And there you go. So now it, wow. makes, now it makes sense. It's not a feast of kidney beans or black beans or refried beans. Gross. All of the... Ew, black eyed peas. Disgusting. You don't like beans, huh? No, I don't. Baked beans? I like baked beans only because they're like full of sugar. You know, like the whole sauce that it's in is, is nice. But even the sauce, I like to doctor up with like brown sugar and ketchup and mustard. And Isn't that already in the sauce? Isn't that the whole thing? Is brown sugar. I know, but I add more to it. Because <laughs> I actually don't really like it. You like the big slabs of pork fat? Yeah. That's the only redeeming factor. Otherwise, and then you're like slogging through these mush things. That, mm, delicious. Ew, and refried beans just make me want to die. It was like gagging. Bean farts don't really smell, so. I don't bean think, farts? Yeah, people are like, beans, beans will make you fart. Magical fruit. Yeah, what is it? More the, you, eat, is that what it is? Beans, beans are good for the heart. The more you eat, the more you fart. The more you fart, the better you feel. So lift up that leg and let one squeal. That's what we said in school. I don't want a squealing fart. I know. <laughs> a high-pitched yeah, fart. Yeah. That's a tight squeeze. Barely. If you're, if you're farting like that, yeah, tight butt. It's good to loosen your butt. That way it doesn't flap and you can fart silently. Hey, spread your cheeks apart. Fart silently and nobody knows unless the stench is so awful. Oh, the worst. Uh, but beans, I don't think, uh, lead to smelly farts. It's the meat, right? Meat quite often. And maybe some, like, what are those vegetables, like cartuberous vegetables or something? <laughs> like, uh, I forget what the the, descript the word is, but, like, broccoli. Can make you, um, uh, Brussels sprouts. Yeah, but do those... I know that they make you fart, but do those farts smell? I feel like it's uh, I they did. the sulfur is what makes farts smell. So foods uh, rich in sulfur. Well, I don't think it's just, I think it's how your body processes the food. 
and then create sulfur. Well, it turns it into hydrogen sulfide, the butt, the gut bacteria, the butt bacteria. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from it, gut to butt. Beef, eggs, pork, fish, poultry. They're the ones. I mean, you're right that broccoli makes you fart. I just feel like if I was, if somebody said. I had a large steak and I haven't pooped in two days oh. or I had a whole thing of broccoli and I haven't pooped in two days. So it's really stewed in there and you had oh. to breathe in one and say, all right, give me the broccoli fart. Give me the broccoli fart. The beef one, the rotting meat. I love that idea. That like weird thing that's perpetuated by people that are vegetarians. Like, you know, you have 20 pounds of rotten meat in your gut. That's not how things work. <laughs> the gum idiot. I swallowed. Yeah. When I was a child <laughs> is still in there. Actually, you never it? digest that. What you is... have food sitting in your colon. No, you don't. If you did, you would be dead. You'd be poisoned by the food. What is it? How long do they say the gum stick sticks in your stomach? Well, in <laughs> I don't your... know. Is it seven years? Yeah. Or it gets in <laughs> there. Your... might be a dog. Maybe it's not your stomach, but it gets in. I heard that at some points like it goes in your appendix and it stays appendix. there. <laughs> no, people make shit up. Yeah. And people don't question it and they just run along with it. Like, yeah, that sounds did, good. Did you know? I guess it's because it's not really that important. And then it's a fun little fact to give people. You know that? <laughs> Wait, really? Whoa. Do you lot. know that when this... I stabbed my leg with a pencil and now it's there forever. Leg poisoning. <laughs> it's stuck in there. Yep, stuck in there forever. Even though the pencils haven't been using lead in a long time. <laughs> right. I had lead poisoning and the, my body isolated it and that's why it's still there. Graphite. My blood is lead. Anyways, my dad's a cop. So... <laughs> You ever have kids that like make that shit up to you when you're in little like elementary school? My dad's a police officer and he gave me a bite. Like a, I ride with him sometimes. No, I didn't. I don't think I came across people lying about that. Maybe I did. I there probably... was a kid in my class in like, well, he was, you know, I went through elementary and middle school and high school with him, but he told us in elementary, in like kindergarten or maybe first grade that his dad was a cop. And that he let, and that he ha gave him a motorcycle, and that they ride together. And then also, I would sing the Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, Robin laid an egg, and he would get really mad because his mom's name is Robin, and he would like punch me in the arm. <laughs> like, but, dude, I'm not singing about your mom. Thank God his mom's name's not Karen. Oh, your poor mom. They destroyed that name. I think of those Google charts. You know, you can type in a name and it shows you the popularity over the course of yeah. years, hundreds of years. And Karen is just going to drop. It's a cliff and nobody's going to use it. And people don't even use it correctly now. They Now they just throw it out there. Anyone who's being annoying is a Karen. It's like, Get the fuck yeah. out of here with this. Karen, Kevin, Keisha's. It's played out. You're not clever. It's not cool. End it. It is really antagonistic. Like, I feel like the only way that I'm on your side is if you do not antagonize the person being a Karen at all. You know what I mean? But if you're out there like, okay, Karen, okay, Karen, Karen, you know, like, ew, you're just as bad. Yeah, of course, people want that reaction. They're ready to go. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole subreddit for Karens. I'm sure. I haven't actually checked. It's stressful to watch. Well, I don't like when, when people are antagonized. I don't like that. I don't I don't get into it when someone's being provoked and then the person gets the reaction they want. I don't well, like even that. if the other person really is being belligerent and like a Karen, I guess, that's fine. But then when you also keep it going, you're just as bad. This is not this is not the meaning of Karen anymore. This is like two people being idiots, two idiots being idiots together. <laughs> I just think of that kid, though, if his mom's name was Karen, he'd do more than punch. He'd probably stab people <laughs> at this point. My mom's name. You dishonor her. Yeah. Her name's I saw Robin. him once after high school. Like, I was back in Lawrenceville for some reason, and I saw him at a Target, I think. Do they, do they and... throw parades for you when you go back to Lawrenceville? <laughs> yeah. Not anymore. She's returned. Yeah, because you abandoned <sighs> them. Too Prodigal. good. Prodigal. 
prodigal? Is that the right way? Pull up the pronunciation. We <laughs> need Jared. Prodigal. <laughs> He's so late on that. I was doing I was doing robot voices on the air in 2005. My God. I said it right. Prodigal. Prodigal. <laughs> prodigal. She has returned. The prodigal child. The radio celebrity. That's an oxymoron if I've ever heard one. Radio celebrity? Yes. Yeah. She has arrived. Oh, do you know that she left Lawrenceville to go to a suburb in Maryland? What? Not <laughs> even a cool city? A suburb? Yes. Crofton is cooler than Lawrenceville. Is it? Yeah. Because well, the, there's a I triangle? Guess the square, I, I moved away before the square, the Lawrenceville square was really revamped. So yeah, it's a cool downtown area, right? With a main it kind street. of is kind of cool down there now. There's like bars and places to go. They have a high street. What's a high street? It's like the British. oh, that like walkable thing. No, the high street's like the British version of Main Street. Oh yes, then they've got a high street, and they have bean feasts every summer. I can't believe you ditched Lawrenceville. <laughs> yeah. You used to be proud of it. Like I was ashamed to say where I lived. Yeah, because where you live sucked. You don't even know where I lived. I kind of did. Kennesaw? Uh, wrong. Yeah, I know. It's like somewhere else. It was in Ackworth. Oh, yeah. It was close to Kennesaw. But my address was actually Ackworth. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, when I lived in Loganville, it was only Loganville because of like gerrymandering or something. <laughs> well, no, because the there was a, a golf court, like a golf club. A... I don't know if, it, I guess it was a private club. I don't know. And it had to technically be Snellville because they wanted to serve alcohol. And so they moved the lines of Loganville and Snellville. <laughs> and so we ended up being Loganville only because of the lines moving because of that golf course. It was the same thing the Braves did. They they built their stadium on a piece of unincorporated land. Uh -huh. So it wasn't tied to any city. And they just gave it an Atlanta air address. So like, see, we're still the Atlanta Braves. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Get the fuck out of here. But they're not in Atlanta now. The Braves? Moved, yeah. No, that's what I mean. This new stadium that they built. They built oh, it on Oh, that's a, on unincorporated? Well, now they gave it an Atlanta address from what I remember reading. Oh, I thought you meant when they moved into the other stadium. No, they were already within the Atlanta city limits at that point. So oh, who cares? okay. This is their way to get around it. Like, oh, <laughs> where we play in Atlanta. No. You're the Cobb County Braves, the county I grew up in. Cobb. Corn on the cob. Cobb County. Um, anyway, going back to people who tell stories. I don't know if there were people who told me stories about how their parents were anything cool or they had something. I didn't listen because I wasn't into braggarts. So true, false, it didn't matter. I zoned out. Their stories, yeah. weren't, their stories weren't good enough. I used to tell, I told a really cool story once about yeah. how I shrunk down. Uh, I was cold and I shrunk down to live inside my shirt pocket and I had built a little, <laughs> I built a little house in there, like a little home. I should say not a house because the pocket itself was the house. I built a little home, but then my mom washed my shirt and I got thrown into the laundry and I got sucked into the, the drainage hole on the, <laughs> the washing machine. <laughs> and How did you make it back to tell this tale? I don't remember the rest of it. This was first grade. I remember someone saying, shut up. That didn't happen. I was like, no, <laughs> no shit. It didn't happen. You idiot. When I you're a kid, you're like, I'm pretty sure that's not true. Yeah. You, you proud of yourself? Wow. You really figured out Sherlock Holmes. You're going to fucking be a sleuth when you grow up. That didn't happen. Wow. Like the person Again, really this was. Is why, this is why, because kids are idiots. That's why I don't let my daughter just spend her money willy nilly. They were so, that this kid was so proud of himself. I got to lie, and then he started telling the rest of the class that, that he Aww. found me out. <laughs> I think my teacher overheard it and seem, seemingly enjoyed this story. Yeah, it's a really cute story. Yeah, it's a good story. Uh -huh. Probably nobody. I never had anything fantastic like that. I just lied little ways. Like, we always went to the beach every summer for summer vacation. And 
when I came back to school, you, the, everybody always asks, what did you do over the summer? Like the teachers, what did we all do over the summer? And a lot of people went to Disney World. And so one year I just decided, like, I'm going to say Disney World, too. That's a sad story. That is the saddest story I've ever heard. Everyone's going to <laughs> Disney World and you're not and you feel left out. <laughs> I just wanted to not say the beach. It's very sad. You wanted to go to Disney World. I mean, every kid wants to go to Disney World. Both terrible uh, vacations. Both. Maybe not back in the 90s. Both awful destinations. The beach. How boring. Oh, not for us. Look, going to the beach is nice. There's things surrounding the beach, like uh, the boardwalks and saltwater taffy and uh, all of that. But going to the beach itself and sitting there for hours. How fucking boring. And then going to oh, Disney when World. When you're a kid, though, you like build sandcastles and you ride the waves and seagulls come from behind and steal your sandwich yeah, and shit on you in the process the beach is better though than Disney World I know the kids bragging about it. have you been to Disney World did you ever make it did you ever yeah I, we went in third grade my teacher um, let me leave during the school year oh it was during we went my mom got one of those books about like Disney World you know hacks and one of them was to go during Thanksgiving because no one will be there and you'll get like cheaper rates and it'll be emptier. And so we did that and that was really fun. And my, yeah, my teacher, I guess I was going to be gone when school came back. And part of my uh, way to make up for it was to do like a report on it, which, so like I kept a little diary every day and I took pictures and I cut them out and put them in this book and, made like a little thing about how I went to Disney World. It was a blast. It was really fun. Well, that sounds like a good time to go. I, the reason I'm saying this is I've only been to Disney World twice once. I don't remember. It was very small. And apparently the Snow mm -hmm. White ride scared the hell out of me because the witch would pop out from various places. <gasps> Though the ride no longer exists. It's gone at this oh, no. point. Nobody gives a shit about Snow White. And then when did that movie come out? Like the 30s, right? That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's insane, though. I know. It's a lasting film with beautiful animation, unlike the shit they put out there today. Yeah, really? Yeah, I think it's pretty. I can appreciate the hand-drawn stuff. That yeah, is I was watching some... Uh, we can go back to what you're saying, but I was watching some um, behind-the-scenes stuff for Akira, and that's all hand-painted. I don't know what that one is. Oh, Akira is like that really crazy anime movie where like, I don't really even understand it. Like a kid is like, I'm looking taken over by some weird, scary, like monster thing. And he like, his arms explode. Like it's insane. <laughs> yeah. But that kind of stuff's cool. Not to say that computer animation. Beautifully done. Yeah. Not to say that computer animation doesn't take talent and can't be pretty, but it's, it's something different about it. It's not as, per as personal, even True. if a person yeah. working on it puts everything they have into it. It doesn't translate the same way to me. Yeah. Uh, uh, I get it. But going back to Disney World, and then we went like seventh grade. And I, I liked it enough. I liked Epcot for whatever reason. What a weird oh, Epcot is cool. It was I didn't care about Magic Kingdom. But I was just reading about like the lines to ride these things. Like over two hours and then you can pay for that pass. Yeah. That you still have to wait for like an hour. So what the hell's the point of the pass? Well, have you seen, I think it's on YouTube, Defunct Land, where they talk about the history of, like, the lot, well, they talk a lot about Disney World and amusement parks, but um, they talk specifically about the, the, the line issues at the parks and how they tried to solve it in the, I guess, late 90s, early 2000s, um, and then sort of the pitfalls of that whole thing now. It's really interesting. It's called defunct land. What are some of the problems? Why did it get like this? Well, the, Greed. um, what's that? Greed. They should limit the number of people that are allowed in at any given time, but they don't because I would eat into profit. So pack people in and give them an awful time. What did you do today at Disney world? I wrote one thing Yeah. and paid $180 for a sandwich. I can't remember. I mean, they were just, they're constantly trying to figure out how to make the lines less and then also more tolerable, you know? And so they found, you know, they did all these like line scientists, you know, cues 
where it was like, you know, people like to go serpentine. It makes them feel like they're moving more. Um, uh, cutting off the visual of the, the, the rest of the line, you know? So like, if you think about what I think about is like six flags, you know, yeah, the Batman. Yeah. Right. You're like in a cave and you can't see how many people are ahead of you. You're going through the sewers, but that, that in itself was worse in a way because I didn't know how much longer I had to go. Like once you wrote it, then you could learn the line and knew where you were in the yeah. queue. But the first time it's like, Oh, this, maybe this isn't so bad. And it keeps going and going <laughs> like that, that you just see, hear that. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> You had to listen to that theme over and over and drove you crazy with torture. At least with the snaking line, you could see how much more you had to go. Yeah, maybe like the, most of the people felt more comfortable not seeing it, but then someone like you, like it's more comforting to know how much longer you have. Line science. They brought in the John Taffer of line science. You ever watch line bar? Science. You ever watch Bar Rescue? <laughs> I didn't know who you meant, but now I do. Yeah. That fucking guy. Why is he an expert? He invented the uh, NFL Sunday Ticket. I don't really even know what that is. It was the you can watch any game in any market if you pay the extra money to do it, which was a huge thing for bars, but people at home oh, too. And he also invented the butt funnel. Butt funnel? Yeah, the butt funnel. You mean like funneling beer into your butt? <laughs> no, that's what, that's what it makes people think. But oh. entering and exiting the dance floor, you only have a, a few entry points and they become narrow. That way you have to brush up against people when you're going on the dance floor and it, you know, oh. brings up some sexiness, I guess, or whatever the hell. Weird. The that seems like a fire code issue. The butt funnel. Well, I think that's why they have like dance floors. If they have something surrounding them, it's like a bar that you can easily go under. It's just, you know, like a, a oh, railing. Okay. It's like a railing at that point, I think. But that was his claim to fame. And now he knows the science of bars. Okay. Because <laughs> he did one thing. Hey, he's a, when you watch the show, it's not his fault that these people's bars still go under. They're idiots to begin with. You can't fix yeah. stupid. And they refuse to listen to him. I mean, sometimes he makes really stupid choices by calling a bar corporate because it's in a business district and the logo is a man in a suit. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Ew. You'd have to have a very specific sort of like drink menu to pull that off. Well, that was that one's worth watching because it was a pirate bar before. And the people who oh. were in the pirate bar, like it was failing. But these people were weirdos and they loved role playing as pirates. And oh, God. he changed their bar to corporate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that fit into their sort yeah. of lifestyle completely. I, part of me feels like that had to have been a troll. It's like, I'm going to really just fuck you all over. <laughs> it's like, you guys are weird. I'm going to fuck you guys up. And then John Taffer, he tried to do like a, a marriage counseling show. What? What does he know about that? I mean, if you, if you watch Bar Rescue... He's got the same tactics. He goes in, he breaks someone down. And in some instances, uh -huh. if the person's already hurting enough, like somebody died, or he's he's nice to them from the start. But he goes in, he sure. yells at them, he tells them that they're fucking idiots and they need to admit that they're idiots. And then at some point in the show, they have a conversation where they really dig into it. What's going on? Tell me what's going on. And he earns oh, their always. trust and yeah. then they start to cry. And Then it moves on from there. What does he do? He, like, he does what the Gordon Ramsay thing is where it's like they redo the bar. They paint something. They put new upholstery on the booths. Yeah, it's time to pull back the doors, bust open the books, and make a call for help to Bar Rescue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They usually change the name of the bar. Yep. Which people resist. Like, no. No. This bar We're has been known. here for 12 years is this name. Even though nobody's going in, so nobody cares. It holds no sentimental value to anyone. And yeah, and then he gives the bar a makeover. Redoes. I mean, sometimes it's cheesy looking because the budgets are limited and and there's promotional support. So you get uh, a liquor shelf filled with nothing but Bacardi 
Yeah, absolute. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay. I mean, that'll change, obviously, but the person comes in like, oh my God, my bar is amazing. There's nothing but Captain. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Morgan. Yeah. So yeah, anyway. it's never sponsored by like Goose. <laughs> so anyway, you're, you're tracking your kids. This is supposed to be about Christmas <laughs> and how your Christmas was. Oh, yeah. And you got your kids some gazebos. Gizmo? Yeah. Gizmo watch or something? It was, giz, it was gizmo, but I couldn't. it wasn't coming to mind in gazebo. That's why I said it. I knew it was wrong. I just said it. Yeah, it's fine. Maybe you did get your kids some gazebos and they love them. They just sit outside now and they're gazebos. Mm-hmm. I put a heater out there. They're fine. I'm sleeping in the gazebo tonight, Mom. Okay, good luck. I'll see you at 9 p.m. What if you did uh, get a gazebo and they refused to come in? Would you? I would dress up as a black bear and I would scare them, <laughs> like in the middle of the night. I mean, if I had property, you know, and they were just on my, the gazebo in the backyard, I guess. But what if they refuse to come in? Like days go by, like no, and then you can't reason with these kids these days. Mm. You have to scare the fuck out of them. You dress up as a black bear, and like. Yeah, this, I, maybe I would resort to something like that. You paw at their face while they're sleeping. Rawr. You have to get a good costume, though. You can't get one of those Rawr. fake ones. It's got to be convincing. All right, so you're tracking them. What is it, an app? So they wear this. What is it? So they, they wear a little watch. It is able to, like, limited texting, you know, where you can say, uh, you have a list of things that you can reply, or that you can say. Um, but for me, I can text anything I want to them. Um, they can also do voice recordings where they talk to me through that. And I can do the same back to them through the app. Um, I can see where they've been. I can like, <clears throat> excuse me, I can, I think, I haven't explored all the things yet, but I can like set timers on there so that when the when it goes off, they need they know they need to do something like come back home or check in or something. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But what's what has been, <laughs> what has been making me feel like it's been a mistake is, you know, Pete will text me something or like do a voice message and send it to me and I'll get the notification and I'm in the middle of something, right? Like I can't go, I can't listen to it at that exact moment. And he yells from the room like, mom, I sent you a tag. You have to reply to my thing, <laughs> like, which is fine. You know, it sounds like nothing, but when it's the 12th time it's happened, and you're trying to focus on doing or completing a task and you're like hands are dirty or like your hands are like in the dish. Like you're like, get stop texting me. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to take care of yourself. Jesus. There's nothing to take care of. He just tells me like, no, I, the know, voice, I, I know the voice memos are like, mom, I'm having a banana. No, <laughs> I know that they, you don't have to go fix something. But I, when I say that, I just mean learn to be alone and be okay with it and not get immediate <laughs> reactions. I know all I know. kids do that. I was, Here. for some reason, for years, like when I was being trained to go to the bathroom, like you're yeah. taught to tell your parents when you need to go so that they can help, I guess, early on. Sure. But it got in my mind that if I didn't tell them every time, and this was only for pooping, not peeing, because I guess <laughs> peeing was fast enough, that they may leave the house while I was <laughs> in there and they just leave me behind. Right. So for years. And so they can't see you. Yeah, until I was so like they, five. They, they, you must be gone. Probably until I was five or something, I'd announce it every time I had to go. Not, you know, <laughs> not because I needed help. I was right. worried they'd leave. It's like, I'm going to the bathroom. I have to go to the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> if, even if they weren't around, like if they were upstairs, I'd yell it. Please don't leave the house. Don't leave me behind. Just, then who knew that one day I'd grow into a person who loved being left alone. Like, please leave the house. Leave, stay gone for a long time, please. Especially if you're going to the bathroom. Don't uh, don't come back for a few hours. What a change! I thought about that once when I was stoned, walking down McDougal Street in Manhattan at like 3 a.m. I was like, man, baby me would be if you said one day you're gonna be alone in the middle of New York late at night walking. I'm like, no, please. <laughs> it's the scariest thing. I don't ever want to be in that situation. Oh, God, never alone. And then there I was walking through scary New York City alone. 
having smoked for whatever reason. I think that was the night I was playing chess with a man in the park. Oh, wow. And I wasn't alone. I was hanging with my friend and then walked through and the guy, we, we wagered on the games. Like, obviously, he's going to beat me and I knew he was going to beat me. And the wagers were like $3 a game and he mostly yeah. just wanted to play with someone. But I was getting really pissed because he was better. I don't really know how to play chess. It's difficult. Yeah. It's a very difficult game. So anyway, you got the the gizmos, and now you can track mm. them on an app. There's a beacon that flashes that shows you where they're. What if they lost the watch? And then you thought, oh, my God, they haven't moved for two hours. I would. Well, you can contact them. You're like, hey, where you at? Why aren't you moving? Yeah. And then if they don't answer, then I guess I'd get in my car and go find that watch. Yeah, I want a different world. No. I'm thinking of Big, the movie. Oh, yeah. How fucked up it was that he disappeared. And I know he contacted his mom. That was the weirdest part. He, he contacted her. as the And wrote letters to her. Yeah. And so it's like, he's alive. He's out there somewhere. He's living his life. He's becoming a toy executive. He's banging a woman. As a 13-year-old. Oh, that is the creepiest scene. When he like puts puts his hand on her boob. <laughs> and she turns off the light and he turns it back on so he can see her titty. It couldn't have been good. I think about the first time I had sex. It wasn't good. Ooh, she must have been so disappointed. Oh, she, she kept hanging out with him. So, Of course. because you know, Apparently it went alright. I guess that ties into a few things like. Uh, mentioning being scared in New York and he's in that flop house and the gunshots are going off, but he gets, right. he's crying. He gets that used person outside the, there's a phone in the hall uh-huh. and the guy's speaking Spanish on it. He cries that first night and then he's watching a movie where someone's being shot and they scream and then he turns off the TV and the same noise happens outside, but he's not phased this time. Just eating Oreos. He grew up, he grew up quickly. Um, but that parent thing is so fucked up. So even when he shows up, when he's back, and the movie ends with like, oh, my God, you're alive. You're home. It's like, what do they Josh? talk? What do they talk about after that? Where yeah, were where you? Where were you? <laughs> where were you? Oh, uh, I was with a guy. He kidnapped me. And they were being really nice. Yeah, so. they, they really took care of me. Like, I, What did the person look like? Well, he's tall. <laughs> um, and then he had well, curly hair. Yeah. And then when he grows up, he's arrested for kidnapping himself. Yes, he p- looks like the kidnapper. The police sketch goes out, and he's the, <laughs> the kidnapper. I feel like that situation, as unbelievable as it is, I would go home, and I would try to convince my parents. Yeah. It's so much because worse. Because you're a kid. Again, kids are idiots. They're like, I can pull, pull one over on this person. Your mom's so depressed. Rightly so. Yeah, she's with that walkie-talkie, and she's hoping that Josh is talking to her, but it's really that neighbor kid yeah well the woman who has sex with him it's not her fault she doesn't know no but god can you imagine that sex (laughs) again she stuck around I know but that's that's because like I said it was like written by a dude so they weren't thinking about any of that was it written by a dude I don't know who wrote big You know, I kept thinking it was like a John Hughes thing, but it's not. What is it? Who is it? Oh, well. Penny Marshall. No, she's the director. Yeah, but she directed it. So she, you know, she didn't have to have that scene in there. True. <clears throat> and Spielberg. Yeah, a man. And in, Gary Ross. A man in a who's And Spielberg. There is a lot of talk about that. Where if it's a young boy who has sex with an older woman, it's not that big of a deal in our society. <laughs> like it's mostly like good for you, man. Yeah, it's less of a yeah, it's less of a thing. And again, we can't put that on her. On the no, of course not. I wonder if she thinks about that role. She's like, ugh, she cringes. Did she not read the script? I mean, at that point, you want to do the movie, and so you're not going to fight it too much. But I wonder if there was any pushback. It's like, do I really have to have sex with them? Do we need to do that part? really wasn't necessary he probably should have cut it 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 did not move the plot along no it it wasn't needed 
Like you no. could have just not referenced it. People would have just been really flirty and kind of kissing and like. And people would have wondered and they could have assumed that it happened. But then you have plausible right. deniability. It's like, oh, no, 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 I agree. I think they shouldn't have done it. Because it's weird and it makes it, it is weird. It takes away from <laughs> the rest of the movie. I mean, I didn't think about it as a kid. So I guess that's part of the point. Yeah, if you think about it, they should do, <laughs> you know, how they're trying to make everything so, you know, like woke, right? So they should make a big, but with a woman. And then the, and then the woman has sex with the older man. Ew. No, that's <laughs> the thing. It's such a different thing. Yeah, that's, that's, our society views it very differently, even though both are fucked up. Well, in this scenario where it's the, it's the boy becoming the man, but still a boy. I mean, he, she's not the aggressor. Oh, she kind of is in the beginning. <gasps> she is. Remember? But she doesn't because know. She, because he's raising up in the company. Yeah, but she doesn't know. There's no reason to think he's a 13 year old. No. He was 12. Except for all the ways that he acts. He was 12 and had his 13th birthday at that Italian restaurant where they sing opera. <laughs> And catch the dough in his mouth. That was a real restaurant. It shut down in 2000, but it was open for like oh. 70 years where the waiters and the owners were trained in opera and they really would sing and they didn't serve pizza. That's the funny thing. It was an Italian restaurant. They didn't serve pizza, but they had that oh. act where a man would come out dressed as a pizza chef and he'd throw dough around. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like an interesting place. Yeah. I think a lot of those places are disappearing. Yeah. They don't exist I mean, there's the one diner that's in the Broadway district where they just break out in show tunes. And I, you know, I went recently. Uh, I was thinking, ah, that's going to be so annoying. It was fine. It's kind of fun. Yeah, but, yeah, but it was fun. It's kind of fun. I just don't like when people have fun. Like, come on. I just want to eat my overpriced eggs. Leave me alone. Um, But with Big, if you think of... <laughs> If even if it were the other way around and it was a woman, I'm sorry, a girl becoming a man. Sorry, shit. Well, that's <laughs> fitting. That's that's a, a progressive woman. movie. That's a progressive one. And then the way that the dude would sort of push himself on her, the adult woman. But like, okay, even in the scenario that exists now, she, he is acting like a child. But I guess she was so uptight, it like loosened her up. Well, she had the funny line. She's like, you're such an adult. I guess because he was direct with things. But yes, he was like a child. If you, if you met that person in real life, like what is going on with them? Yeah, he's got a, a arrested trampoline in his house. <laughs> yes. The, a very flimsy bunk bed. Ooh, which... that bunk bed. It would, that would be a huge red flag. This is your bed? Well, it's This not... isn't just like for funsies. You have like, you have a regular bed, right? Outside of that. When she was sleeping in the bottom and he was on the top, that thing is so rickety. I was like, I was wondering if it was worrisome to film that scene, and because he <laughs> jumps on top of it, like he launches himself. And you I can... don't trust any bed that's made out of metal in that way. <laughs> it was a very flimsy bunk bed, but I love that people, and as a kid especially, like, wow, a trampoline in your home—that's amazing. And everyone wanted that stupid piano that they played with their oh, yeah, feet. They... Chopsticks. I guess that was a fun scene. That's a great scene. Nobody would know how to do that off the top of their head. Robert Loja. I mean, maybe some people would know how to do that off the top of their head, but to sync it I like can do that. It. To sync it like that. You can watch that they're, they're stomping on multiple keys at once, so you know that it was dubbed in. After no, the fact. it wasn't dubbed. Yeah, it was dubbed. I don't think it was. Because there are parts when he does step on it, and it makes the noise. All right. Then maybe that's the case. I wonder if they have one of those, the movies that made us or whatever, on, about Big. I think they did six of those and that was the end of it. Only it was like all Home Alones. <laughs> they did, uh, yeah, they had a Think hol- about Home Alone with uh, these gizmo watches. They did Elf. They did Coming to America. You would love that one. Oh, I do love Coming to America. You were watching Ghost today? Yeah, I was watching Ghost. Oh my God. Why, have you, you've seen it before. I've seen Ghost, yeah. And, uh, Sam Wheat was killed on Crosby Street. Which is close to my work. I walked down to the spot where he was shot 
constantly. I like and to those, go visit those it. Those spooky shadow things come after him. Yeah, I like to go visit it on a regular basis. It's like drag here's... him to hell. <laughs> Not him, but the other people. Sam. Oh, I was thinking of the bad guy when he, when he gets killed. No, when Swayze, where he's killed. I forgot that his because you you said his name so quickly, Sam Crosby. I was like, who's that? Sam Wheat. Oh, Sam Wheat. Sorry. And he was what killed. He was killed on Crosby Street. My bad. And then uh, the one guy's hit by a car out near his apartment. Yeah. Where Odame lives. That's in Brooklyn. Odame Brown. Willie. You want to kiss my butt? <laughs> then the I other, say that and I feel like nobody knows what I'm saying. Then the other guy kills himself because he throws that uh, hook as part of a pulley system. And it swings back and smashes one of those big windows and the glass falls out and stabs oh, him. Oh, yeah. And pales him. <gasps> and he gets dragged away. And Swayze looks so concerned. It's like, oh, God. The, but the, the ghost in that movie who teaches Sam to touch things and push things yeah. and punch, uh, he makes a reference that he was pushed on the tracks and that's what killed mm -hmm. him. See, all this, all this uh, nationwide news that New York's going to shit. People are being shoved on the subway tracks. It's like, yeah, that's true, but it's been happening for a very long time. Yeah. People love to sort of glom onto something and say like, this is... This is the, the the thing. This is happening. New York's dead. Fuck off. That's my impression of someone. I kind of feel um, that way about Seattle. I know, or is it Seattle? Portland? Where are they having? Where do they have like that block where it's that was in, that was in Seattle, but Portland also is. Uh, well, either involved. way, it seems like <laughs> I, I I take it with a grain of salt. I think. I mean, I, I'm I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but I feel like it's a tiny portion of that city. Yeah, but it's a fun story to tell. Right. And the same thing with like, oh, did you know, like New York, the hustle and bustle, the Big Apple, the city that never sleeps is dead. It's a ghost town. People are pushing each other on the tracks. Yeah, they've always been pushed on the tracks. Though yeah. I will say it's sleeping a bit more than it used to. It's, there are places that used to be open 24 hours and now close. I don't know if it'll ever fully come back. Maybe they realized, eh, you know what? We make enough money this way. Let's sleep. <laughs> At this point in my life, it doesn't matter as much. But when I was in my 20s, I would have been bummed out. I was like, no, I came here because I like going to diners at 2 in the morning and yeah. staying up all night and doing things. And I'm not saying that you can't do that and there aren't still places open. But it's definitely less than it was before COVID. And if I were moving here, it would kind of uh, bum me out. So yeah, this is what's going on. But that fucked up a lot of people's lives when they were... Anyone who was pretty young stole some years. Stole years away for you to go out and socialize and bang. Whatever it is you wanted to do. Go dance. <laughs> People like dancing. Wait, what are you saying? I'm saying that if you were young, like COVID stole years away from people. Oh, I see. There were years they had to sit inside. Like maybe. you were saying, you and I thought I thought maybe you're talking about like the general you, but then I thought, wait, are you talking about me? No, yeah, just in general. Like, uh, to me, COVID hitting when I was in my right, you no bigs late thirties. Like great, no, I don't have to feel bad for not going out. So anyway, you got this gizmo, mm -hmm. <laughs> and you track your kids. <laughs> yeah. That's the uh, the topic of the show. That's it. The Christmas gizmos. That person who was talking to you was me, Peter. Bye. <laughs> Did you hear what he said? No, I didn't, I didn't understand it. He said, the person who was talking to you was me, Peter. <laughs> like, that's the shit he sends me. That person who was talking to you was me, Peter. Bye. Peter from... Uh... Oh, Hunger Games? Yeah. Haha, <laughs> I sent it to you. Well, Dad and Ellie were talking and... I recorded them. Bye. What did that one say? <laughs> he said, um, he sent me a picture of it, like a emoji or whatever of a snake. And then he said, haha, I sent that to you. That was a recording of Ellie and daddy talking. Okay, well, bye. Haha, <laughs> I sent that to you. Well, 
dad and Ellie were talking, and I recorded them. Bye. What does uh, Ellie send? Anything? Yeah, she sends me stuff. Uh, she said... Do you have to wear one of these watches? No, it's an app. Okay. Oh, and the oil? Oh, that's a bad one. Hold on. I'll call you when it's ready. Yeah, you better find okay. a good one because your kids are on display. And if it's a bad one, we're all going to think, what stupid kids. Hey, Mom, guess what? Today we're going to... No shoes, no um, shoes. keep doing the, the, the hand. I think we're going to finish it. We have to use oil. I'm more interested <laughs> in what's going on in the TV. No shoes, I know, no it's shirt. so loud. No shoes, no shirt, no service. And then it seems like someone starts explaining. No shoes means. Hey, Mom, guess what? Today we're going to... Um, keep doing the, the, the hand. I think we're going to finish it. We have to use oil. Uh, they're watching Big City Greens. I can tell the, by the voices. I don't know what that is either. I, yeah. It's just a show. You still have uh, your tree up? When you get rid of your tree? My tree's drying yeah, up. Yeah. I, I have two trees. Two of them? But they're fake. Oh, uh, you didn't get real? Nah. Didn't. Oh, boy. This thing's drying out. I know. Usually, like... I would water mine as much as I could and it would just stop soaking up water and then just get so dry and so messy. Yeah. Like, fuck this. I don't want to do this anymore. That's what's happening right now. Uh, granted, we got this thing the Monday after Thanksgiving, so it's been up a while. Oh, it's a long time, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to take it to the park where they mulch it. They chop it up. Perfect. It's Is close. that what you're supposed to do? Yeah, you can leave it on the street, but they're not, they don't start pick up until January 6th. There's no way this thing's lasting until the 6th. <laughs> yeah. How long will you keep it up? Normally, I take it down like the day after New Year's, but I'm going to take it down early. Oh, okay. Because it's too, it's getting too dry. And yeah. uh, the park's close and the tree's not that heavy. We can easily carry it down. It's a few blocks and I'll just throw it. And then they use it to put in plant beds and tree beds in the parks oh, and yeah. stuff around the city. So that's nice. I have some Christmas lights up around... The, like in the inside around a window or two. I kind of want to keep them up. I just like the ambiance. Do it. We put up They're some... colored lights. They're not white. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, they're pretty. And, you know, they're the new ones, you know, so sometimes I think those are, they have a more purpley bluish light and not like primary colored light. Yeah. I like the old big bulbs that were glass. Those are cool. Um, but these new ones are nice too, especially the ones that are LED, those like itty bitty tiny little nubbin ones because they can do all different colors. You can make them do all types of different things. It's cool. I know the future is here. The future is now. All right. Well, that was a nice Christmas episode about. What did you get for Christmas? Whatever the hell it was. Uh, I got shirts. Shirts? I got cool, shirts. funny shirts that say funny things like. No, no, no. People, like the dude abides. No, no. People know better. I got, <laughs> I got shirts and candy. People know though. Like, uh, you pick. What do you want? Like Christina put together a list of, or like links, a list of links, and then I went through. It's like yes, no, no, yes, yes, no, no, no. I made it easy. Oh, so then she just picked some out of those links. Yeah, I mean there was, yeah, which I don't mind. Like, yeah. there's plenty of times she's thought about things and given thoughtful gifts and. I don't mind. <laughs> even if that never happened, it's nice. Yeah. Uh, and I appreciate it. But even if that never happened, I wouldn't get offended. I was like, yeah, the, uh, look, I'm picky. It's it's good for you to pick this. And then I got uh, Sweeney Todd is coming to Broadway. So I bought some tickets for that as a gift. Demon Bobber of Fleet Street. Those tickets are fucking outrageous. Are they? I mean, it's just the way it is, Broadway crazy 200 something dollars a ticket i got some uh vanilla beans what else um i got uh oh my mom got me some yellow high top chucks bright yellow mm-hmm they're pretty cool looking i got some yeah i got vanilla bean pods got a puzzle you love puzzles sure what i got watch bands 
Ooh. I know that sounds boring, but uh, it's nice to have. You can, since I bought those watches, I have these two watches. You change the band. It's like reinventing the watch. And they're so easy to change these days. My friend Anna got me like a nail kit, like to do fun fun things with nails. Fingernails? Fingernails. Yeah. (laughs) Nail nails. Fingernails. Yeah, nail nails. You know, with like gold leaf and like little little dots you can put on there and fun little things. Well, cool. Yeah. It was really nice. It was actually more fun this year. This was, I know I'm maybe too old to be realizing this, but this was the first year where I really enjoyed everybody getting presents. I think with my newfound sort of mental state, I'm no longer clinging to how things used to feel and then trying to recreate that feeling or hoping that feeling comes and that's the only thing that would like legitimize the thing that's happening. What was the feeling before? Well, just like always trying to chase some sort of old Christmas feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think now that my feet are more planted on the ground that I feel more excited like for other people to be getting the gifts I got them, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I hear you. I understand. Yeah. And even if I got nothing, I'd be fine. You say that. I know. And I. this is the first time I, I, I really meant it. Mentally, I really thought like, I wasn't thinking about, because I know before I would sort of project the mentality of like, I'm the adult now and don't really need anything, but I would kind of be disappointed in my gifts <laughs> sometimes. You know, or like if I didn't get enough, you know, it would just be a thought. I wouldn't do anything about it or hold a grudge or whatever, but it would just be a thought. And this time it really was nothing. I was like, whatever. I'm just grateful. I really don't think I'd care if I didn't get gifts. Like if, if I felt completely forgotten and ignored, that wouldn't oh, feel good. Oh, sure. That's totally different. But if people like reached out and expressed that they cared, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't care if you get me a gift or not. I think. Yeah, it was, it was a cool. I really liked this Christmas. Because I I think I wasn't expecting it to be anything specific. I was more just excited for people to get the things I got them and enjoy them. Well, it's over. Another one's over. Yep. So. That's fine. On to 2023. Oof. What are your New Year's plans? (laughs) Who knows? You're going to go party? (laughs) You're going to go to Times Square? I guess it's going to be warm again. It's warming up again. So I know. I was so upset when I looked at the forecast and it was going to be like in the 50s this week. Yeah. So those people go to Times Square. I love it when they have to suffer, when they have to show up at 2 p.m. and it's nine degrees and they have their depends on and they have to bundle up and they can't go anywhere and they're just stuck there for 10 hours. That'd be my thing. Like, can I get a chair? No, you're taking up too much space. You bring like one of those little camping chairs, those ah. little squat things. Oh, they pack you in. I'm sure if you tried to go in with a chair, they'd say, no, they take it away. Yeah. You're like, I have a condition. <gasps> Be in a wheelchair. That could possibly work. Yes. Also you... go to Six Flags in a wheelchair or Disney World. <laughs> yeah. And then you get out and you walk to the the roller coaster car and you put yeah, yourself you say, in. So long, sucker. <laughs> See how long that lasts. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. I hope you had a Merry Christmas. And uh, hug your loved ones. Track them. Yeah, track them. If you really love, you'll start tracking. Yeah. Follow where your kids are. Destroy all lines of privacy. That's how you show your love. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, don't let us be private. Like and subscribe. Rate and review. Share with your friends. Okay, bye.